Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Voice Podcast. I'm Vernon R.E. Jones, managing broker, owner of Jones Homes, and for 30 years, we have serviced the seven-county Denver metro area. Five sweet tax deductions when you sell your home. Do you take them all? Most people know when you sell your home, there are tax deductions that you have. Most of you know them. This is just a refresher course for, for those that do not remember those. Sure, you may remember back to 2018 and its new tax code, aka the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, changed some rules for homeowners. But rest assured that if you sold your home in 2020 or are planning to do so in the future, your tax deductions when you file with the IRS can still amount to a sizable savings. A full rundown of all the deductions at your home seller's disposal. Listen to the list to make sure you don't miss any of them. Number one, selling cost. These deductions are allowed as long as they're directly tied to the sale of the home and you lived in the home for at least two of the five years preceding the sale. Another caveat, the home must be a principal residence and not an investment property. You can deduct any costs associated with selling the home, including legal fees, escrow fees, advertising costs, and real estate brokerage commissions. This could also include home staging fees. Just remember that you can't deduct those costs in the same way as, say, mortgage interest. Instead, you subtract them from the sales price of your home, which in turn positively affects your capital gains tax. More on that to come. Number two, home improvements and repairs. Another way you can score again. If you renovated a few rooms, a few rooms to make your home more marketable, and of course, so you could fetch a higher price, you could deduct those upgrade costs as well. This includes painting the house, or repairing the roof, or water heater, but there's a catch. And it all boils down to timing. If you needed to make home improvements in order to sell your home, you can deduct those expenses as selling costs as long as they were made within 90 days of closing. Property taxes. Number three, this deduction is capped at $10,000. So, if you were dutifully paying your property taxes up to the point when you sold your home, you can deduct the amount you paid in property taxes last year up to $10,000. Mortgage interest number four. As with property taxes, you can deduct the interest on your mortgage for the portion of the year you owned your home. Just remember that under the 2018 tax code, new homeowners and home sellers can deduct the interest on up to only 750000 of mortgage debt. Though homeowners who got their mortgage 
before December 15th, 2017, can continue deducting up to the original amount of $1 million. Note that the mortgage interest and property taxes are itemized deductions. This means that for it to work for you in your favor, all of your itemized deductions need to be greater than the new standard deduction, which the tax cuts and job acts nearly doubled when it went into effect. To make matters a tad more complicated, those figures changed once again in 2020, increasing to 12,400 for individuals, 18,650 for heads of household, and 24,800 for married couples filing jointly. Number five, capital gains tax for sellers. The capital gains rule isn't technically a deduction it's basically an exclusion, but you're still going to like it. As a reminder, capital gains are your profits from selling your home, i.e. whatever cash is left after paying off your expenses, plus any outstanding mortgage debt. And yes, these profits are taxed as income, but here's the good news. Good news. You can exclude up to 250000 of the capital gains from the sale if you're single, and 500000 if you're married. The only big catch is you must have lived in your home at least two of the past five years as your primary principal residence. And remember, the capital gains are calculated on the cost basis of your home, not the original purchase price. What the devil is cost basis, you, you ask? Say you purchase a home for $400,000, then spend $100,000 on improvements. You would have a cost basis of $500,000. A married couple could then sell the home for $500,000 after living there for two years as a primary residence without having to pay any capital gains taxes. In other words, the higher your cost basis, the smaller your tax bill once you sell. Just remember to keep track of every single home improvement receipt. Finally, look for rules of this exemption to possibly change in a future tax bill. Some are suggesting that lawmakers might push to change this so that homeowners would have to live in that property for five of the past eight years instead of two out of five again. Some lawmakers are suggesting that they may want to change it to a primary homeowner having to live in the property for five of the past eight years, again, as their principal residence instead of two out of five. That is not law yet. That is purely just in the wind right now. So it is not the reality as of yet. And as always, I advise you, I always advise you, to please talk to your tax specialist to get the most recent updates pertaining to your particular situation. Thank you for listening to The Real Estate Voice. I'm Vernon R.E. Jones. 
Any questions, please call us at 303-359-8218. As always, please be safe.